Before we get into the podcast, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes, and retain more members, then this is the course for you. If you sign up today, use code 7 at checkout, and not only will you receive $100 off, but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development, as well as lifetime access to the course. Head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash course to learn more and sign up. Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today's episode is all about the power list. And the power list is something that I've mentioned on a few different episodes, but I've kind of glossed over a little bit, uh, mentioned a little bit about how I've used it. But this is something that I started using about a year ago, on and off, and recently just recommitted myself to using it over the last four weeks as I've started business coaching with a new business coach. And as I've started reusing it, found myself to be a lot more productive. And I've also got a lot of my friends and family and fellow coaches at CrossFit Palm Beach now using the power list. So I thought it was a good time for me to share what the power list exactly is, break it down for you guys, and hopefully encourage a lot of you guys to start using it. If you don't already have some sort of productivity system in place, you know, hopefully all you guys are already using a calendar of some sort, but if you don't have some sort of prioritization system in place, then I would highly encourage you guys to try out the power list for the next month or so and see how it goes. And basically the power list was an idea that originated from Andy Frisella, who is known as the MF CEO. Um, and he has a podcast called the MF CEO podcast. And he has two episodes that cover exactly what the power list is in his eyes. And that's episode 107 of the MF CEO podcast called Win the Day and episode nine, which is about maximizing productivity. So if you guys are going to implement it, this episode today should have enough to get you guys started and really all you need to know to maximize that. But if you want to go even deeper, you can head over to the MF CEO podcast and check out episodes nine and episodes 107. Uh, Just to warn you guys, though, it's not the most politically correct uh, podcast out there. They do curse. They don't really hold back. But a lot of for a lot of us out there, it's what we need to hear. So I would highly recommend checking that out as well. So what is the power list? Basically, the power list is a way to prioritize and schedule your most important tasks for each day and each week. So basically, what we're going to be doing with the power list is we're going to be writing down our top five priorities for each day. Very simple. When you complete one of those tasks, 
on that list, you get to cross it off. And when you cross off all five items on your list for that day, you win the day. If you win at least four days in a week, you win the week. And if you win at least three weeks in a month, you win that month. So basically it's a prioritization system where we're only narrowing down to our top five priorities of the day, no more, no less. And it's a way for us to keep score so we can see how we're doing in our business and our personal life and whether we're truly moving forward each day and each week. So here's a couple reasons why I love the Powerless. So for me personally, it forces me to do a lot more planning and pay attention to my schedule more and how I'm using my time. There's a, there's a quote that I always think about um, when it comes to planning from Abraham Lincoln, which is, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the ax. And I think so many of us spend so much time reacting to the things around us and not enough time designing the type of life that we actually want to live. So the powerless is a way for you to start to get some of that control back into your own hands and stop living on everyone else's agendas. Another reason I love it is that it allows me to measure whether I'm successful or not in a given day. You know, for, so, for you guys out there that are competitive like me, it gives you an element of competition against yourself in your business and your personal life and an actual scoreboard to know whether you've won or lost that given day. Right? And when you have these bigger goals, a lot of us have really bigger, big goals out there, the powerless allows us to break these things into smaller, actionable steps that we can start chipping away at immediately. Right? That, that big goal doesn't seem so big and so elusive when we start to break it down into actionable steps that can fit into that powerless for that day or that week. And another thing that I really like about this is that it keeps me from, from biting off more than I can chew. I think most of us are, are way too scattered. There's too many things on our to-do to list and we try to do all of it at once. And we've kind of been sold the idea, if you follow a lot of the uh, influencers out there, we've been sold the idea that in business or our professional life that we need to work 15 hours a day in order to be successful. And that if we're you know sleeping more than six hours a night, then we're wasting our time. And, and that's just not true. The goal is not to be busy, the goal is to be productive. And the powerless, it's, it's, you know, it just gives you that peace of mind to know that if I get five really important tasks done today, then I've had a successful day. And it allows you to narrow it down easily to those five things. Um, and then finally, when you get those five things done, it, it gives you that peace of mind to know that you've had a successful day and you can move on, right? In the past, when I would have a productive day, I would always focus on the things that I didn't get done. And a lot of times I would still work into the late evening or I try to get work after work done after my wife and my son go to bed. And it was just unnecessary. I'd already had a productive day and it was, it was kind of time to just pack it up for the day and, and move on to the next day and enjoy my time with family. And the powerless has given me that peace of mind and it's allowed me to feel rewarded for having a productive day and then being able to enjoy my time at home and not feel like I have to get back to work after I've already had a very successful day. Um, and then the other thing I really love about it is that it allows me to take a more well-rounded approach to life. So a, a key element of the power list is that not all five of your tasks have to be or should be work-related, right? If you're someone who's, who's really struggling to sleep right now and get on a regular sleep routine, 
then you you probably want to put something on your power list that relates to going to bed at a certain time or setting up uh, uh, going through a nightly routine for that evening right if it's if you're struggling with nutrition or losing weight you know make it about meal prep or getting in your workout for the day or if it's time with family make it about you know spending time with the family planning a date night something like that so I recommend that for every five things that you have on a daily list, one or two of those things should be about creating a more balanced and well-rounded life, not just about excelling on a professional level. Now let's talk a little bit about what the power list isn't. So the power list is not a typical to-do list, right? The, those miscellaneous to-dos, the, the maintenance tasks that are not gonna move us forward, those belong on a separate list. You can still keep track of those things, but these are only things that are going to have a significant long-term impact on your life. Again, they don't have to be massive items. It could be a single phone call, a single sales phone call, a single meeting you wanted to set up, but it still needs to be something that has the potential to, to move you forward more than just like, you know, I have to get my, uh, you know, my car insurance changed or set up or something like that. Like those things are not gonna have a difference on your long-term life. So you can still track those things, but don't let those become the priorities on your power list. It's also not a goal or wish list, right? This this is not something that you're you're hoping to achieve. It's not like, you know, I want to make a million dollars. Everything on there needs to be actionable and tangible. It needs to be something that's that's really in your control to accomplish. So if your goal is to sell more personal training sessions, you're not gonna put down like, I wanna sell $500 worth of personal training sessions today. It's just, you don't have the ability to control that outcome enough. So you might wanna say something like, today all I wanna do is schedule three intros or movement assessments for the rest of this week, right? And yes, that still relies on another person to say yes to that intro or to that movement assessment, but that's something that's far more in your control and chances are with five or 10 contacts that you're gonna be likely to set up three intros or three movement assessments for the rest of the week. So it's much more in your control, it's much more actionable. Now I wanna talk a little bit about how I use it um, and hopefully that gives you guys a better idea of how you can implement this into your own life. So I try to carve out time every Sunday or first thing Monday morning to set my power list for the following week. So I'll take my previous power list from the week before and I'll carry over any key tasks or unfinished projects that are left over from the previous week. And again, this can be anything. It can be nutrition related, fitness related, business related, family, personal. So some recent examples for me, it's things like recording this podcast, writing a, a podcast outline, recording the podcast, getting it posted. Um, one of the maintenance tasks that I still do is programming. So creating the programming rough draft for the week is usually something that falls into my Monday power list. Recently, we've been redesigning our personal coach program. So I was creating a sales packet for our new personal coach program, right? It could be creating a meeting outline for our weekly coaches meeting because I know that's something that allows us to develop our coaches and create a more cohesive team. It's moving us forward. It could be running a social media ad for this week. Um, one thing I did this week is I reached out to Stu Brower from What the Fuck Gym Talk, and we're going to reschedule, or we're going to schedule a time for him to come on the Seven Figure Box podcast since he hasn't been on it yet. Um, I had a chance to go on his podcast. Um, another one is planning a date night with my wife, uh, making sure that that's on the schedule, doing something fun, doing something different that we wouldn't normally do. 
I'm completing my homework for my business coach is something that comes up every Tuesday morning to make sure that I have that done and that I'm, I'm sending him an email to check in with him. Every once in a while, I'll put coaching on my schedule. If I'm coaching three or four classes in a day and I really, really wanna be present for those hours and I really wanna over deliver that day, every once in a while, I'll put coaching on that list. Um, it might be my programming or my own training. There's stuff that I'm doing to uh, protect my back and, and make sure that I can kind of bulletproof my body against future injury. So I'm working with an active life coach and getting my accessory programming. And if I haven't done it for a few days, I'll put that on my power list to make sure it, it falls into that category of being super important for me. Okay, so those are just some examples of things that have shown up on my list recently. Um, and throughout the day, I will consistently revisit my power list over and over again. Sometimes as many as 10 times in a day, just to make sure that I'm on track and working on my highest priority items. Um, and one thing that I've really loved about the power list is that it's helped me with these transition times. I found that previously before the power list, I would get done with a really important task and then I'd, I'd have this gap. You know, Maybe I'd go get some food, I might go onto social media and start to kill some time, I might start going through emails and then I, would, I could lose 30, 45, 60 minutes in that day with just this transition from one important task to another. So I'm finding that by having this power list, as soon as I kind of find myself going off track, I'll revisit the power list, I'll see what my next highest priority item is, and then I can attack that thing. And I, I lose a lot less of those, those little minutes throughout the day because of having this power list. Um, another thing is if I finish that those high priority items early in the day, that's your chance to start working on that normal to-do list. So you have, if you have that phone call to your car insurance company, you have to go get your haircut or something like that, those are things that you can still do, but those only come in once you finish your high priority items. And if you don't have those miscellaneous to-dos, end the day, have a successful day, go home, spend time with your family, go to the beach, Go to a coffee shop, have some fun, like do something that's outside the, the normal of just working. Don't make work always your default mode and reward yourself for getting those things done. And if it was because you didn't put enough high priority items on the list, so be it. You know for next time, you know for tomorrow, you know for the next day that you can put more tasks or bigger projects on that list. And then before I leave each day, I will try to make sure that I check in. Number one, to make sure, did I win the day? Did I get my five items done? But then also, I wanna plan out my next day's power list. That way, I'm already ahead of the game for tomorrow. I can already start to, to plan my attack for the next day, so when I wake up, I can hit the ground running, set my calendar set for the next day, and I'm ready to, to crush it. So I highly recommend bookending your day with this, either starting or ending the day with it. Um, another thing that I do, which I would recommend, is I'll allow myself a 24 to 48 hour grace period. So maybe you know I'm going home at six o'clock, the day's done, but I've only gotten four things on my power list done. And that fifth thing, I, I got like a third of the way done, but I didn't finish it. I'll leave it on the list. I'll set up a new power list for the next day that doesn't include that thing. So the following day, technically I'll have six things to do, and if I'm able to get that one thing done plus my five new tasks for the next day, then I'll consider both of those days a win. I'll kind of give myself that grace period as long as I'm not carrying that task over to the next day. 
Okay, so just some additional notes on this. Number one is that you're going to screw this up at first, and probably where you're gonna screw this up is you're gonna put more things on the list than you should. Not necessarily more than five items, um, although you shouldn't do that. Some people will try to do that, but you're gonna put on too big of a pro project on there. Um, you know, you might put on an item there that takes four, five, six hours and you don't have enough time for the other things on your list. So try to, you'll, you'll get better with time, but just understand that you're gonna, it, it's a skill. It's a skill that you need to learn. Prioritizing, scheduling, planning, these are all skills that take time to master. So don't expect to be perfect from the beginning, um, but the power list is a great way to help you shape and refine those skills. And then another thing is try to review your power list to see how many of the tasks that you're doing are following under certain categories. So I talked about this in episode 42 about my experience with business coaching of maintenance tasks versus problem solving tasks versus visionary tasks. And it's important to be able to look at your power list and maybe you're looking at it from the collection of an entire week and looking at it and saying, okay, how many of these things are maintenance tasks versus problem solving tasks or visionary tasks. And you know what tends to be the case is that maintenance tasks are getting us by short term, but they're not building our long term future. So if everything on your list is a maintenance task, especially if you're a gym owner, then you're gonna wanna change that pretty soon because you're gonna be stuck in that same situation. You might be getting by, but you're gonna be stuck there for a while. So. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, I still do programming. Programming or coaching may show up every once in a while on my power list, but it's, it's one of many items and those other items tend to be more problem solving or visionary tasks. If you're an owner of a gym and your day looks like programming, cleaning, coaching, your own training, meal prep, if that day is repeatedly showing up, then that's probably not gonna drive you closer to those long-term goals. So just be mindful of that. Again, especially if you're a gym owner, if you're an employee of a gym, if you're a coach, it's less important because you're gonna have more of those maintenance tasks, but just make sure that in any given week, you're doing something that's planting seeds for your future. So I wanted to kind of wrap things up here and I have sort of a gift for you guys, which is a power list that you guys can download and start using. And you can do this in any notebook. You don't need what I'm giving you. Um, you can do it in a notebook, jot down one through five and write down the power list. Um, but I just created a version for me that was sort of visually easier, easier experience and more appealing experience. And I found it really useful because I can get my entire week on a single page. Okay, and then just to kind of note here, one of the recommendations of the MFCEO podcast is that you don't want to change it too much. So you can make the power list your own, but don't do it too differently. Um, I think what I'll be providing for you guys won't make it that different, but it will actually make the experience better for you guys. Okay, so what you can download, it's going to be a single page and it's going to have the entire week in a single snapshot. So down the left hand column, you're gonna have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday are kind of combined into one day. You could just not fill out Saturday and Sunday at all. Or if you're gonna work one of those days, you could include that on there. Or maybe you just wanna make it family related. Maybe you wanna make it friend related and, and have goals for the weekend that are unrelated to work, but that you can still sort of win your weekend based on. I'll kind of leave that up to you guys how you wanna attack that. But either way, if you win four of those days, whether you're including Saturday or Sunday or not, or you're just doing Monday through Friday, you win that week, okay? 
Now, what I added to this sheet is that down the right-hand column, I have two additional things. So there's one column on there that you can dump all your miscellaneous to do. So that's a it's formatted in a in a text box there. You have up to 30 plus miscellaneous to do's that you can you can add to that list. So you can get everything out of your head, get it onto paper, you can see it, and then as those days move on, you can take stuff from that right side and move it onto your power list for each day. So that way you're not trying to think about all these different things you have to do each day and each week. You can have it down the right-hand column and then you can prioritize from that miscellaneous to-do list. Another thing that I added is an area where you can write down your key projects for the week. And I find that in any given week, there's gonna be these themes that you wanna work on. So for us recently, it's, it's increasing personal training sales. It's one of our goals at the gym. So that's a project that's not really an actionable thing. So I might I will probably put that in the weekly priorities. But now I'm gonna have all these subtasks like facility upgrades and buying new equipment and setting up free assessments and redoing our sales packet and making sure our personal training rates are all set and, and good and all these different things that fall under that project. So I found that really helpful for me. You guys can use that section, you can gloss over, it's up to you. Uh, but if you guys head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash powerless, you can download a copy of the powerless, keep using that every week, reprint it every week, and you'll be able to track your wins and losses. And again, remember, if you win four days in a week, you win the week, you win three weeks out of four, you win the month, and you win 11 months out of the year, you win the year. And I also threw in there, there's another download where you can track your entire year in a single page. So I have that dated, from the time of this recording, which is April 2019. And you guys can track the rest of 2019 on a single snapshot where you can track your weekly wins, your monthly wins, and your yearly win. So I hope this is helpful. If you guys have any questions about it, feel free to reach out, andrew at crossfitpalmbeach.com, but start implementing the power list and let me know how it goes. Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Box podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a seven-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.